0: Welcome to The Creative Suite, a podcast about the drive to succeed by charting your own course. We're two creative leaders, business partners, and friends who have a lot to share about starting and growing a business. We're saying no to the grind and the status quo, and yes to building businesses and
1: lives that we love. I'm Nicole. I'm president of my strategic design and digital marketing company, BBN Agency.
0: And I'm Lauren. I'm president of my PR and marketing firm, Quedar PR.
1: Together, we are co-hosts of The Creative Suite podcast, as well as collaborative partners at the Fort Worth Creative Suite, we like to say we are two agencies, one roof, unlimited possibilities, offering full service branding, marketing, and public relations. Welcome back, everyone. Before we get into this week's conversation, let's take a moment to share what's new. Any big lessons since we last talked? Any wins or not yet wins? What are you loving right now?
0: Well, it's. I feel like I have so many updates. It's almost like an update episode, but I'll try to keep it somewhat concise because there's just a lot going on and we've got a good episode ahead of us today. But on the personal front, I've had the opportunity to take some family trips in the past month that really ended up being almost like inspiration trips. Um, The first was with my mother-in-law and sister-in-law. She took, my mother-in-law took us down to Waco to do the whole Magnolia epicenter thing. And, Mm -hmm. you know, wasn't really knowing what to expect. I'm not an avid follower of the Gaines empire or anything like that i have nothing against them either it's i find it interesting but it's not like i i haven't been down there either i'm just really okay okay so yeah yeah so um so we had a great we had a great time and then um you know we went to uh, one of the restaurants and the cup the cupcakes were insanely good the food was good um the shopping was fine i was in the mood to shop which helps but one thing i really appreciate and i think you'll really appreciate nicole is the brand extension, just seeing Mm -hmm. how a brand comes to life in all the different facets of, of their, of their experience, the customer experience. So in, 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 you would notice this too, um, even just the checkout experience, they now have so many stores in that one little place. So there's like Mm -hmm. the main flagship store and then they added on uh, six or eight other mini stores and once you start checking out at a couple places, you notice that there's a script, and where they are, all, they're asking you, you know, how you're doing, of course, where you're from, uh,
1: um, yeah, what destination, uh,
0: uh-huh, uh-huh, travel, yeah, where are you coming in from today? Um, so there's a couple little brand things where you, you know, everyone was very friendly and very helpful and very nice. So you know, as as, as we're thinking about. The hr landscape right now when people are trying to find good people and you're talking about hourly jobs it was just interesting to me how they you know I, I was curious how much are they paying these people what does training look like all that yeah
1: i would imagine that's kind of intense <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah you know who who
0: who did they anoint to run operations like that i mean all that all that's just running through my mind as i'm walking around buying stuff for myself <laughs> um it, they also had a cool thing at checkout where if you're a community helper whether it's a teacher a healthcare worker uh, a front lines, um, first responder type person, you know, you just showed an act, um, an active ID and you got 10% off. And I, I, I loved that too. I thought, you know, yeah. this is really interesting. You know, um, I would say the, the Magnolia and the Gaines brand is, is friendly, welcoming, homey, all that. And just seeing mm-hmm. that, seeing that in print collateral, they had a really cool map situation, um, that I brought as, um, uh, sorry, inspo folder type stuff. Um, and then seeing it through people and all that. It's just from, um, from a marketer looking at somebody else's experience. It was just, it was interesting to me. So, um, so that was kind of yeah, fun. For sure. So I think, you know, uh, you would, you would appreciate it, Nicole, you check it out sometime or we can take a field trip. Um,
1: I keep saying that everybody I know has been, and doesn't like, they've gone mm-hmm. maybe once or twice. And like, so they're not just like dying to go back down there, yeah. you know, because the, the shine has worn off a little bit. Sure. But I'm like, please somebody go (laughs) with
0: (laughs) me. Well, I'll go with you. Um, So it was, it was interesting. And I told our retail client, our mutual retail client that, that I thought it might be worth even just an hour or two. I mean, you forget how close it is for us here in Fort Worth. It's only an hour and a half away, Yeah, no traffic. Um, And so you're taking her team and just looking at it from that perspective where you're, you're kind of, doing an autopsy on it almost where you're kind of taking it. Yeah. Apart and looking you can deconstruct
1: everything. Like what start, they, that's,
0: that's better. Clean your words. <laughs> yeah. What are,
1: what are they doing? Well, how can we implement similar mm-hmm. things into our business?
0: Yeah. Yeah. And then um, my other inspo trip, this is more, um, uh, I guess aspirational. Uh, My my mom turned um, had a milestone birthday back in January 2020, um, and she had a lot of travel plans (laughs) planned for that year. But unfortunately, none of those came to fruition. Um, And so, one of the places she's really been wanting to go is Crystal Bridges, which is in Bentonville, Arkansas, and it Mm -hmm. is the brainchild project of Alice Walton, the daughter of Sam Walton, uh, who founded and ran Walmart. And so, it's this beautiful, beautiful art museum. It's only American art. Um, it's free to the general public as a gift from the Walmart uh, enterprise. So we were uh-huh. able to go for free. Um, Bentonville itself is very cute. I had I had absolutely no expectations. My mom wanted to go. I said, "Okay, I'll go with you." We took yeah. our, um, We took our seven year old daughter. Which you know makes it a trip, not a vacation. But uh, anyway, <laughs> it was very cute to see her with her little sketchbook, sketching the the art pieces for a couple times in the galleries, and you know showing them to the docents and so forth. Um, but but it was cool because we ended up having two full days there, which was plenty. Um, we and there's there's a cool little square. We stayed at the Twenty One c Hotel, which was beautiful, comfortable. Um, everything's pretty walkable. If we hadn't had a little person with us, we could have walked from the hotel to the museum, but mm-hmm. it was just, you know, almost a mile. And that's just that's just too much for little eggs. And then have to walk around. I mean, it was it was enough not to. Um, she got kind of worn out, and I was begging her not to knock these priceless artifacts off the walls and stuff like that. Um yeah. but, <laughs> but they had they really is just from an architecture standpoint and what, you know, I'm always interested in people's legacy and seeing what what hardworking people accomplish, and then what they turn around and do for the next generation and the generations after mm-hmm. that. I find that very fascinating and inspiring, and so seeing what people do with their largesse and their legacy is, is just, you know, I, I find that to be inspiring, and so anyway, architecturally, it's gorgeous. The artwork is beautiful. Um, we, we saw a lot of cool things, and we ended up going twice the first day we kind of sped through there were and they um just managing a seven-year-old and then the next day we went to the there's a children's museum called the amazium um we did that first for the little kiddo and then went back over to crystal bridges just to go more slowly through the exhibits Mm -hmm. and and see things a little more clearly Um, but very friendly beautiful um we we ate at some incredible restaurants it was just a really nice trip but just seeing seeing how they display art, how the rooms are lit, how, you know, what their guest experience is like, I I found myself to be very inspired, and and, and even, you know, one, I was not expecting myself to go into the Walmart Museum in Bentonville, (laughs) (laughs) but, you know, but one day, we just, we had a little bit of time, we're walking around Town Square, and we thought, well, we'll just pop in, you know, it was free to the public as well, And, and, and that was interesting, just have, you know, it's one thing to look back and see what you've accomplished in the past, but to have the presence of mind to save artifacts and things like that as is you're going through an experience so that, you know, obviously I don't think there's going to be a Lauren Cockrell museum one day, but you know, what, what does it look like to save things for posterity, whether it's just for your kids or your grandkids to see, um, Mm. or even for our clients. Um, I have a a multi-generational client um, business and I sent them a note, you know, they're coming up on uh, 90 years and then there's going to be a hundred years after that. And just what, you know, let's be thinking about what we want to preserve and set aside. I mean, they they do have some beautiful pieces already, but can we do some sort of display? What, what do you have access to that we can set aside now and really tell the story of great, great grandfathers and grandfathers. And, and um, there was this really poignant part of the Walmart museum where they preserved Sam Walton's office, like the way it looked on the day that mm. he died. Um, and that is on display inside the museum. Obviously they transported it over. Um, and just, it's like this time, this visual time capsule. So you see, yeah. you know, it's, it's kind of messy. Also, you know, that there was a note that said, he really didn't spend a lot of time in his office. He really was walking the stores and things like that. It's been a lot of time with employees. And I found it to be very moving, you know, just seeing this moment of this, this, uh, larger than life person and what they left behind in their office um, on, on the day that they died. And it was, it was just, in, it was interesting. Um, and then something else that I, I've already shared with you, Nicole, is they had a um, um, outside of that, there was uh, the local uh, airport in flight school had a pop-up on, in the town square. And and that was really beautiful branding, you know, seeing how they had taken something that had been around for a while and really modernized the brand. It was really clearly pulling in, the next generation of uh, pilots and um, plane owners and things like that, and my my mom who has a couple of hours of flight school under her belt, and her brother's a pilot, just just kind of kept tracing back and forth in front of the place I said like, well, let's go in if you want to go in let's go in and say you know so she both bolts in there and they started striking up a conversation and and then like, oh yeah we got a flight simulator here and she's like oh can I fly and so she you know did that and landed the plane and all like so <laughs> um so I think that was probably actually the highlight of the trip for her that's not at all what we went for but she loved it um yeah <laughs> just kidding, you know the rest of the rest of her oh, I just had
1: the best time like you sure did <laughs> <laughs> okay question did the walmart museum have a greeter
0: <laughs> it uh yes and no there was someone there who was asking where you were from but not your you traditional
1: like walmart greeter no no <laughs>
0: she she had on like a little vest like a greeter
1: yeah. um
0: but I, I, she happened to mention to somebody else that she actually doesn't work for walmart like she works for some i guess management company that runs the museum but mm-hmm. my daughter my, my daughter got a free piece of taffy and she you know took her name and i she was like yeah anyway um but no she, they were very nice i mean it was kind of like having a walmart reader but anyway and there was a little soda shop next door but we it wasn't dessert time so we screwed past that one <laughs> mm-hmm. um so those are just some trips we've taken recently that kind of i don't know you just helps to leave town every once in a while sort of shake stuff loose and feel inspired and and well
1: and it's nice too like you didn't have to go far for either no, of those uh-uh. experiences which is something yeah. um i think we forget sometimes i was. Talking to my best friend about that, and I was like, mm-hmm. we we had taken a trip last fall um, when we went to Marfa and stuff, and I was like, you you don't have to go very far to feel like you're in another world, you know. I mean, yeah. it, it it doesn't it it's interesting. We always think that we need to, you know, pull out our passport, but I think that's one nice thing that you know that's been kind of um an aftershock of COVID is mm-hmm. you know people are still a little trepidatious about traveling outside the country and it's forcing us to kind of explore our own country a little more. Yeah, in absolutely. state, Right. I neighboring
0: mean, state? <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. Even just in Waco, I can't be, where am I? I can't believe I'm only 90 minutes from home. I mean, it feels like I'm so much further away. And then, mm-hmm. you know, Crystal Bridges is a hall. I think we just, we just kind of poked our way up, up the highway. Um, when we not in a rush, uh, just Took our time, but um so I guess like five, six hours. But gosh, I mean, you feel like you're in another country. It's, it's yeah. so beautiful. There's I guess short mountains up there. <laughs> yeah, there's you know, there's a mountain range, you, know, you I guess you cross a couple mountain ranges. We saw these the Ozarks Yeah, are up there. Yep, yep, I think so. And then um um we had just had an ice storm that went through the middle of America. And so obviously it gets colder and colder further north you go up and seeing these like frozen um frozen lakes and 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 all that it was it was really beautiful scenery it was was, was cool so um anyway so that's on a personal front um on on the work front is a lot is also happening we'll have to re-record our intro and outro because Queedar PR is now Queedar and Co. So a little rebrand action. <laughs> kind you know, of <laughs> <laughs> um Nicole rebranded our, our visual brand last year, and then through some some soul searching and working with people to kind of help pull out some things that were deep in my heart and brain. Realizing that PR is just one thing that we do, and when you have PR in your name, it sort of silos you into that being the only thing that you do. And we do quite a bit more than that. So received a lot of encouragement to transition to Queedar and Co. And so that is now live. Um, we also have new team members. We have some folks doing, speaking of PR, we have someone dedicated to doing PR content. So that's really exciting. He's doing a great job. Um, we have a PR intern that Nicole and I are sharing. We have a new Director of Operations and Projects at the Culinary Sharing, um, and, and we t- just today kicked off a new weekly team meeting series. And there were—I I, took—I had—I took a picture of the Zoom screen because there were eight people on the Quedar and Code team call this afternoon. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, when did that happen? <laughs> um, you know, just uh, some folks who've been with us for a long time and some new some new faces, and it was really humbling and exciting. And I just. There's so much, you know, that moment where you feel like you're standing on a precipice and you're not entirely sure what's about to happen, but it just feels very exciting and, and full of possibility. And you just don't want to mess it up.
1: <laughs> yep. No, nope. right there. Right there with you. <laughs> We're holding hands on the way down. So.
0: Up, up. It's like, slap fl- yeah. little wings. Flap. <laughs> yep. So anyway, I'll turn it over to you, but yeah, lots going on. Um, hopefully with all the support, we can be in your earbuds a little more often. Um, lots of, lots of cool people doing cool things. So, uh, let's hear what's up for you, Nicole.
1: I guess since you ended on the work front, I'll start with the work front. So as <laughs> Lauren mentioned, we are now sharing a project and operations manager, um, which is nice. Um, m- my situation on that front has been a little, um, shaky since last fall. <laughs> and so, <laughs> um, it's the first week I've already felt some major relief good, um, good. that I haven't, I haven't felt that way in, in quite a few months. So, um, it's been very nice. Um, and just the, um, the, the team meeting today felt good just having, you know, we, we do so many projects together and, and we do still have our separate entities, but I loved that shared time and, Mm -hmm. um, everybody just being on the same page and you and I are on the same page in so many ways, but now bringing our team into that fold, Mm -hmm. Mm um, whether it's, you know, the, the, the shared values that we have, um, processes, just all of that, like everybody Mm -hmm. is uh, coming together so nicely. And, um, so I'm really excited.
0: Good. I'm glad you're already feeling relieved too. I know, no, it's been a tender spot and this is an investment for both of us. It's mm-hmm. a big. You've had a W2 before. This is really my, this is employee number one really for me. And, and it's scary. And so a lot of times when I had any doubt, you know, I kept telling myself it's going to be okay. You know, we're doing this together. I have faith that it's going to work out. And if it doesn't work out, it's gonna be okay too, you know. Yeah. Um. We've done it the right way. We sought counsel f- with our with our CFO uh, and her HR team member. Um. And, and and I'm glad you're, but I'm glad you're already feeling relief. I, I I'm too. It, you, you, you. She's stepping into an existing role and enhancing it. This is a brand new role for, yeah, for me. And so it's a matter of relinquishing some, um, some control, like prying my frozen fingers. From. <laughs> <laughs> it's like barbed wire holding on to something. but I'm excited to delegate.
1: Yeah, no, for sure. Um, and then I guess on the, on the personal front, we're just busy. Um, both kids are in activities. Both boys are going to be playing sports. Um, true already started soccer. Parker's going to do try T-ball, They both are in music classes. So our weeks are now jam packed, which is, um, great that we're talking about delegation in this (laughs) week's episode, because there's a whole lot of delegating going on
0: Mm -hmm. in our
1: household. So, um, yeah. And then we're looking forward to, I'm starting to plan. Um, my husband turns 40 next month and, um, I had an original plan, um, To throw him a party, but we're we're tweaking that. Instead, we've decided that we're going to take a trip and combine his birthday with our ten year wedding anniversary. I love that. I love that. Will it just be the two of you? Yes. Nice. Fingers crossed. (laughs) Um, (laughs) No, we we now have an extra grandma set of hands, Mm. so um, I think we will be able to get out of here and make sure the kids are taken care of. So.
0: Well, you know, I love that.
1: <laughs> yeah. I, just now it's planning where we're going and, and getting mm-hmm. everything done. So,
0: Give mm-hmm. do me thoughts about where you're going to go.
1: We talked about going to New York. I have mm. we, neither one of us has ever been there. Oh, um, I really, and I really want to go see the music man on Broadway with, um, oh, I love yeah. Sutton Foster and mm-hmm. Hugh Jackman. And so I would like to go do that but then I'm torn because I've been dying to go to a beach. So, um, I don't think we can do a longer trip this go round. Um, so we're not probably going to go overseas, but, um, yeah, I I think Caribbean or Mexico or something might still be in play too. So we're checking things out and trying to decide what we want to do.
0: Yeah. One is definitely more restful than the other.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I think that's what I had to gauge. I started, kind of laying out some of the things that I would like to do in New York. And I was like, God, that's a lot of walking or like subway rides or taxis mm-hmm, and stuff mm-hmm. just kind of looking like, I, and that was just looking at Manhattan. Yeah. yeah." <laughs> and so I was like, eh, I don't know. I feel like we both need um, a more restful trip and kind of recharge the batteries and stuff. So I'm going to pitch a couple other places and see, we'll see well, what happens. Speaking of delegating,
0: you know that we have a shared client who does travel that you could talk to
1: i we do and i and i do know that and i think i'm um i'm actually going to talk to her tomorrow on about her project i may um set up a consultation
0: For the inbox and the tip of the week, we are going to combine these two sections because this episode, we got a great question that's really worth its own episode. So we recently heard from a listener and a colleague, I love your podcast. I would love to know how you feel about outsourcing, family manager, housekeeper, nanny, and how that relates to feelings of worthiness as working moms, despite our new paradigm, excuse me, of dual income households. So I, I know this question is really, you know, outsourcing on the home front, but I feel like outsourcing and delegation at work and at home really go hand in hand, especially since, well, it's a good practice to do in general. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I know we both have a lot to say on this topic, both both things that we've learned as well as what we're still learning. So, um, I, I want us to cover both topics and I, and I also just feel like it's something that bears repeating, talking about letting things go out of our, out of our tight grasp. So Nicole, you want to get us started?
1: Okay. Um, so we're going to start with home. Um, I'm going to preface all of this home and work by saying I'm horrible at delegation. (laughs) So Lauren knows this. Um, I have been working on it over the last few years. Um, My my perfectionist tendencies, um, you know, make it such that um, I have a lot of anxiety when I delegate things, no thinking that um, they won't be done to my standard. (laughs) Um, And so that, that causes more anxiety and then I spiral. So I have been, working very hard, um, home. I do a better job, I think, than work because I have a a great partner in my husband, Cliff, but, Mm -hmm. um, I guess starting with, uh, the kids, Cliff and I are very, very fortunate that, um, my mom came and moved to Texas when she retired in 2013. Um, we, And then we had, we got pregnant the next year. And from the moment true, it was born. My mom has been our caretaker our kids caretaker, Mm -hmm. um, which I absolutely love because growing up, I did not live near my grandparents. We lived all the way across the country. And so I have always um, envisioned, you know, this close relationship between my mom and our kids. Mm -hmm. And I didn't quite realize like this is what it was going to turn into Yeah, <laughs> um, <laughs> my mom she has her own home and and all of that but for all intents and purposes i mean she's there constantly and almost mm-hmm. co- kind of lives with us mm-hmm. um so we're very fortunate that she helps um she picks up the boys from school um i i do the drop off and or cliff does one drop off i do the other Although that has shifted back and forth over time. Um, mm-hmm. That's the current state of things. Mom, grandma picks them up and then, you know, takes care of them until we get home. Um, Cooking, that's Cliff's territory. <laughs> <laughs> um, although tonight I will be doing the cooking because he's going to, um, just the way things worked out, he's taking our, our son to soccer practice. Um, but I cooked the first... I think five years of our relationship then got pregnant with our first had a serious aversion to smells <laughs> and just decided I didn't want to be in the kitchen anymore. And that <laughs> never, that desire to cook for the family never returned. I, that was an unfortunate side effect of pregnancy. <laughs> I'm going to human. My work here is done. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I just want to lay under the covers and hide away from all smells. So, um, but I do try to, I try to sue chef where he will let me, he, he has grown to love the kitchen so much that he doesn't quite let me do that. But then (laughs) I take that as an opportunity. I'm, I'm in charge of homework. And so Mm -hmm. while dad's cooking, I will sit with uh, Truett at our Island. So we're all in the same room together, hanging out and him and I will do his homework together. Mm -hmm. And then I'm also trying to keep our little one from annoying him while he's doing it and, you know, spousing out. So, <laughs> um, cleaning man. Um, that's, that's a, that's a team effort. Um, <laughs> we have a lovely lady named Martha who comes in every two weeks to do like the big stuff and mm-hmm. kind of refresh everything. And then I do, you know, the daily pickup of socks on the floor, which is like the bane of my existence. My children, <laughs> My children have there are three clothes baskets at their disposal. Cannot possibly make a sock into there. Um and then my mom helps us with a lot of that too. She helps with laundry and things like that. So because mm-hmm. I can't keep up with that anymore. Uh <laughs> and then I guess man general, just like household management falls into my territory. Mm-hmm. Um, that's something I like to do. I excel at um, kind of logistics and planning and details. So I make sure I know how we're getting from point A to point B, which kid is doing what on what day and how, you know, who's taking them, where they're going, um, signing them up for like, we're about to sign everybody up for camps for Mm -hmm. the summer. I'm researching all of that. Um, and how handling that. Yeah. Um, you know, making sure permission slips are signed, <laughs> all, of, <laughs> all of the little things like that yeah. death by paper kit. Yeah. Yeah. And then, like I said, kid, a lot of the kids stuff, um, we, we have a, an equal partnership in the kid stuff. I, again, Cliff is very hand, hands-on dad. Again, I handle like a lot of the logistical things. He's the outdoorsman. So he mm-hmm. handles a lot of like, we're going to play outside of the park and getting their energy out. Mm-hmm. I, have no desire to go sit in the park, (laughs) but yeah, so that's kind of our home situation, um, at work. Um, like I said, I'm trying to be better. Um, my goal for 2022 was to, is to outsource more. Um, so I've already talked to somebody about outsourcing some website projects as I get, um, overloaded there. It inevitably happens throughout the year. Um, we have brought on an intern for the first time in, uh, I think two years, mm-hmm. yeah, it was pre pandemic. So yes. we are uh, getting some help. Um, I know Lauren is having her do PR. I'm having her help with some social media and graphic design. She's, mm-hmm. she's getting a very well-rounded um, <laughs> experience. She sure is. And then we have our new project manager. So I'm hoping I can, you know, let go of a lot of these administrative things that I've had to kind of pull back, um, on my plate in the last like six months or so. And then I have these wonderful strategic partners. So one thing I have dedicated myself to for, I think it's at least the last six months and it will continue into this year. I will not write copy anymore. <laughs> Lauren <laughs> will get all of that. Um, <laughs> I, don't, I don't touch video that goes to our partner or mm-hmm. um, video partner. And then any other, any other things that I know are not in my wheelhouse, um, I'm making a real concerted effort to find the best possible person to take that off my plate and, you know, do run with the ball and do a good job with the client. So.
0: And then how do you, I know, I know delegating that work is more of a new or experience. I mean, you've been doing some of it for a long time, but there's some things that you're just not starting to let go of, but at home, when other people do things for you I mean does that affect how you feel like do you feel like you should be able to do it all do you feel like that's so
1: yeah I think I get what you're saying um I it's interesting I have guilt about certain things but not others um I have certain amounts of guilt when it comes yes I was raised by a single mom. And so she had to do everything. Mm -hmm. Um, I feel very fortunate that I have a supportive husband and partner, and then we have my mom here to help us and Mm -hmm. we can afford to have some outside help in other areas. I think I'm getting more comfortable with not doing everything Mm -hmm. as time goes on. Um, I, I think I struggled with a little bit of that, a lot more guilt initially, but I think mm-hmm. over, I'd say that particularly last year, um, like for instance, like with breaking my leg, I mean, I was yeah. down for like, just flat out down for at least two or three months of that. And then it was mm-hmm. a like slow kind of build back and it really forces you to kind of be like, okay, I, I can't, I legit just cannot do this <laughs> no. and I cannot feel bad about it. Mm-hmm. So I think that's helped in some ways to you know, alleviate some of that guilt.
0: Sure. Sure. Yeah. I, I would say for me, my straightforward philosophy to outsourcing or delegation is, is the task at hand, my highest and best use, because at some point all we have is time, obviously things cost money too, but um, there's only so many hours in a day. And especially as the business grows and things like that. I want to make sure that if I'm working that it's work that really only I can or should do and if I'm at home is it is it things at home that are the best use of my my time mm-hmm. excuse me <clears throat> um so similar setup to you Nicole at home we we've had nannies in the past and we may have one again uh, another time you know uh, our, our most recent nanny was also more of like a home manager I mean she ran errands for us and got dinner ready and all that. And that was really, you know, it's almost like having another wife. (laughs) Um, you know, it's it's almost like, yes, there was, you know, I only want two people in my marriage, but it would be really helpful to have someone there to help take care of me too. (laughs) Um, but in the past year, actually in, in even more recently, I mean, my husband also is very involved father and does a lot at home too. Um, but in the past, Few months, even it's, it's, he's really amped up his efforts. And I would say this, this is a direct result of us going to couples counseling and our mm-hmm. therapist looking us straight in the eye and saying, Well, talk to me about your mornings and your evenings. It seems like the kids are causing a lot of stress and anxiety. Not that anything is broken or wrong, but she was just like, Tell me about your mornings and your nights and are they working for you right now? And so we, we talked about how things were going and what our roles and responsibilities were. And, and like you, actually, when, when Clint and I got together, he, he did a lot of the cooking, but through a variety of reasons and whatnot, I started doing a lot of the cooking. I wanted to be on specific eating programs or whatever. Well, I've thrown all that out the window. I'm not interested in eating another diet in my life, but, um, so, and we talked about, well, what do you want to do? Sorry, could you say that again? Siri, not talking to you. (laughs) Oh, Siri. Um, you know, we talked about how I was rushing home, trying to cook dinner, trying to meal plan, and just all this mental energy suck at the end of the day while still trying to do homework. And you know, just feelings of resentment were sort of perking up on all sides. And so we, we just looked at each other and he said, I would love to make dinner. And I said, I would love to hang out with the kids. I'd much rather hang out with the kids than dinner." and just did this like quick little hot, hot swap. And, and it's so much smoother, so much easier. I mean, um, I came home the other night I'd been out of town. I was really stressed out about some deadlines. And he said, you know, take your time. I'll get the kids. I'll get dinner ready. You just, no rush. Just come home when you come home. And so um, I get home. It's probably six o'clock. So not crazy late by any stretch, but probably 30 minutes to an hour than a normal day. And the house is totally quiet. Clint's in the kitchen making dinner, listening to music and everything is peaceful and tidy and Mm -hmm. and i said well where are the kids said "Oh, they're taking a bath in your bathtub (laughs) okay and and there's like this moment of feeling that just washed over me of do do they even need me yeah and it was really weird and but then i thought no i'm just so thankful that i'm married to this man who's taking this on while i try to build something that will supporter. I mean, he does great in his own careers. Um, so I would say, you know, we're, we're equals there, but I, you know, I have unlimited earning potential, um, and I can grow something and, cre- and I'm creating something and I'm working hard to, to, to scale really and, and to, and serving all these people and, and, and serving myself too. And, and it was just this weird moment where, I, I, I thought about what if it were the reverse that he were walking in the house would be a mess. I'd be stress balling. The kids would be screaming. <laughs> yeah. And I thought, no, no, I'm, I'm lucky. I'm lucky that he's doing this because it's not my highest and best use. It's, you know, my best it's, I, I would rather get the kids out of the bathtub and do their homework with them and do the cuddles and all that. So, um, you know, I feel like society wants me to feel bad that I wasn't there for all that. And I wasn't responsible yeah. for all that, but in reality, I'm I'm very blessed that I I don't have to do it. Um and I, I had the option. I mean, obviously, you know, that's not the it's not that way every day, but um it, it was yeah. an interesting moment. It was really it was sort of an out-of-body experience. Um, but so so yeah, I mean, just how things work out. Um uh the kids are in all day programs. Next year they'll be at the same school, which would be really handy. So with a with one too. Yeah. And I was
1: thinking about that as we were kind of like I was talking kind of thinking through my day, and I was like, man, like. Cliff and I have such a kind of discrepancy in terms of, and not in a bad way, but like he drops our oldest off at like seven 30 and then goes straight to work. I can't drop our youngest off until nine o'clock. So I mm-hmm. don't get to work till nine 30. So we have about a two hour discrepancy there. And so I get home, he leaves the office earlier and I get home later
0: mm-hmm.
1: to your point. Like you walk in and things are just done or going, you know, like mm-hmm. dinner's going, the kids are, are my kids are usually, um, watching a little bit of TV or something while waiting for me to come home. And then we, I start my end of things, but, um, that we live, everything's a season, you know, like Mm -hmm. we're enter into a whole nother season again, and things are going to probably get flipped on their head because yeah, we're going to have two kids in the same school. And so, you know, Schedules will align and things will ha- will probably inevitably shift again. And so I'm just yeah. I was like, man, thinking about that, I was like, man, we're gonna this this will not <laughs> all these all these things that I just said may not be the same come August.
0: Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, I think we did a delegating episode maybe last summer when we had a nanny, house manager, the kids were in different programs. just, it was just totally different. I mean, it's, it's different all the time. Yeah. I mean, one thing, the one constant is I'm very fortunate and privileged and I have a lot of options, but you know, things always change. And I think you have to be willing to, to accept the blessings in your life and to ask yourself, am I feeling bad because I should feel bad? Am I doing something that is hurting my family or am I feeling (laughs) bad because society wants me to feel bad? Um, and generally so, speaking, it, it, it is society. Yeah, a lot of times, a lot of times it's not, we, it's not me. Um,
1: as far it, as we come, I still feel we have some strides to go in yeah. making it acceptable for working mothers to do it all. Which exactly we don't do it all gracefully and at the same time, but <laughs> mm-hmm. we sure as heck try.
0: So. I know, I know. And and you know, my husband and I had a, a nice date night this weekend, and we were talking about how things might shift for his workload coming up because right now he's in a season where things are sort of on not autopilot but they have they have a rhythm and he it's expected and he he has some flexibility but if and when that changes any and the flexibility goes away you know he, he feels anxious about that and i told him yeah. i said look you know i'll dial things back or we'll get help again you know i mean we we do have options and um we're just, we just have to continue to have this dialogue about what's working for us and what's not. Um, and if you need a third party to
1: help you with that, I highly recommend a therapist, <laughs>
0: uh, um, Communicate
1: <laughs> key between mm-hmm. partners.
0: Right. Right. Cause then when the resentment builds up, that's when you start feeling that lack of worthiness or, you know, what's it all for or, or whatever. Um,
1: well, not just communication, but I think also just acknowledgement. Um, mm-hmm. I know in the past, Cliff and I have not done a great job, and and on both sides of acknowledging um, what the other is doing, and so yeah. he he kind of blew me away. I think it was a couple of months ago, and he goes, he he thanked me for something that I did, like something very specific that I did. He's like, just thank you for what you do with mm-hmm. blah blah blah, and I was like, oh, you noticed, <laughs> okay, <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. So I'm, and then in return, I'm trying to be you know, more cognizant of the fact that I, I need to say the same things to him. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. So, yeah, then. exactly the same. I, I, I reached out to Clint the other day. Thank you. you for that night that I just, I shared with, with you a minute ago. Um, I, I said, I, I can't tell you how much I appreciate how easy you're making everything on me, that you're allowing me to be in the season of growth and in sacrifice a little bit. And you're just no questions asked, just making my life so much easier. And I'm I'm so thankful for you. I'm so grateful for you. And he said, you know, I'm, I'm happy to do it as long as it's appreciated.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> like, well, it is super appreciated. Um, so anyway, as far as nitty-gritty, um, we we also have a housekeeper that comes every other week. Uh in between, it's just kind of an S show. Like I I try to stay on top of I don't mind a little clutter. I feel like at some point it's just like trying to brush your teeth while you're chewing Oreos. Um, and it's just, there's just nothing you can do.
1: I saw a meme the other day and it said, it's okay to let your house look like kids live there. And I just cringed (laughs) everything. And we just went like, it was like, it got tense. And I was like, I really want to believe that, but that is not how I operate. (laughs) I know. I know. I'm constantly just Picking stuff up, like as I walk through the house. I don't
0: know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm just, you know, every time they turn their back, I'm throwing something else in the trash can. But um, uh, I, I like you, Nicole. I'm I'm kind of our house manager. Some stuff is more Clint's lane. Some's more mine. But I'm definitely the, the calendar keeper for sure. Um, mm-hmm. But he's like, you know, the other day they um, the school my daughter went to released their summer schedule, and so I went through it and selected all the camps, but. registration wasn't going to open until I was out of town. And so I filled, I filled everything out, handed it to, to Clint and he took care of actual registration. So it's very much a team effort. We have sort of a family motto team is team. So, (laughs) um, groceries, um, if it's ordering it on the internet and picking it up or having it delivered, that's my lane. If it's going to a store, that's Clint's. Um, (laughs)
1: let me, I want to interject there and ask you this. That's my mindset about things. I am great at ordering. Do you get any pushback? My husband gives me pushback on ordering. He does not like pickup and he, the pickup orders. He's never satisfied with some of the things that we get
0: is so, the exact same. He will, he does not stop me from doing it. If I have a order in progress, he will tell me what he wants me to add to it. But yeah. if he's saying, oh, I need to run around and get stuff ready. Like if we're going out of town or something, I said, well, I mean, just do a Walmart pickup order. Something he's like, oh, no, they never pick up the good stuff. I like
1: <laughs> it's exactly what he says. So I've kind of, we kind of, I've kind of separated it. I was like, if it is produce meat, I'm going to let him get mm-hmm. that on his way home. He likes to get it fresh anyway, like day of. And yeah. so we typically do that, but then if it can be ordered at like target, so any mm-hmm. dry goods, you know, the snacks, all of the toiletries, things like that, then I take care of that and we'll do pickup orders and stuff.
0: Yeah. Kind, kind of similar for sure. Um, uh, um, oh shit, I lost my three. I thought, Darn it. um, anyway. Yeah. it it, oh yeah I know I was gonna say I have sort of a motto where whoever cares the most must then execute (laughs) (laughs) like if if you care about produce selection or whatever I'm not going to go to the grocery store and do your bidding for you but if if you you know if you don't mind if I take care of it and do a Whole Foods pickup or Target pickup or whatever, Mm -hmm. um, then, then yeah. But yeah, as soon as you start to want to micromanage my conveniences, then I'm like, "Eh, no, that's your choice.
1: (laughs) I I wash my hands of it. (laughs) Mm
0: -hmm, mm -hmm. And then um, I do, I do the homework for, for our first grader as well. Uh, That's, and and it's been actually really satisfying at first. I was sort of not resentful of it. It was just sort of like this thing we had to do on top of all the things you have to do in a day. And it was Mm -hmm. just kind of, at the end of the day everybody's tired um but then you know I realized that it was up to me to help her get to where she needed to be and so we really got into a better rhythm and we're focusing on every night and then she started making incredible progress and I was kind of like okay And, and then Clint looked at me and was very proud of me too. Obviously we're proud of our daughter. She's doing the work, mm-hmm. but he was appreciative and acknowledged my effort there. And that felt really good. Cause it, you know, at some point you're just like, look at me, I'm doing all this stuff back here and nobody can see it. You know, you know, he can do the yard and everyone sees the yard, but I'm over here cultivating young minds. Well, it, that takes a while for you to see the progress. Yeah. <laughs> there. <laughs> Another 20 years or so. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, so anyway, that's the home front. Um, at work, I just love to give anybody anything that they can do better than me. Um, there were things that I used to be so precious and protective about, but now I'm, I'm kind of finding out where I need to be, you know, it's, it's the sales. I love the sales, I love the consultative process. I love taking care of our clients. I love the messaging and the website wireframes and the planning and strategy, um, and then, you know, anything else. it it can be done by somebody else (laughs) and so I'm just I'm just cranking it out to everybody um so that's kind of I, I just feel like again you're only given so many hours on this planet don't do something that isn't really the best use of your time
1: that's it for this week thanks for listening to the creative suite do you have a question for us Email hello at the dot com or slide into our DMs over at the Creative Sweet Pod and we'll answer it on a future episode. I'm Nicole.
0: And I'm Lauren. Now go out there and chase your dreams creatively.